We all crave connection. At our core, we all want to feel loved and understood. Hi, I'm Nechami, entrepreneur, founder, and CEO of my very own beauty brand, Carmela Cosmetics, and business consultant. This is We Are Women, Beauty Redefined, a podcast where women speak their truth and celebrate their victories. This podcast features different women whose names you probably recognize. You've seen them, been following them, and might even think that they've always had it together. Listen in to hear the women you know and love share their journeys with self-acceptance and self-love, discovering their unique beauty and confidence in a society that for so long has focused on exemplifying a specific beauty standard. It's a place where we'll learn about each other and ourselves, dive into important issues that affect us, discover all that we have in common, and make some memories. So pour yourself a glass of red and get comfortable. Every night is ladies' night, and we are women. Beauty redefined. Okay, if you're like me and you follow Abby Radcliffe, you know that she is a ray of sunshine and is the account to follow when you're looking for a virtual pick-me-up. Abby joins me in this episode to share her journey and how she stays positive. She talks about why you need to have an outlet as an adult and allow yourself the small pleasures in life and the idea of practicing gratitude. Abby also talks about how she's made some of her closest friends as an adult and shares some great tips for making friends, not only as an adult, but also as an introvert. Abby shares her journey to discovering her inner confidence, not caring what others think about her, and how balance is the key to everything in life. Abby also shares what she learned from being bullied as a teenager and how compassion is super important in our everyday lives. I can't wait for you to hear this episode. Listen in and be inspired. Okay, so in my head, I thought I was very quiet as a kid. And then I look back at pictures and I think I was a little like nutty and quirky. Um, Young Abby was really experimental in like a sense of like, well, firstly fashion clothing, but I was also like making concoctions like with like toothpaste and baby powder and like, who knows what, like super artistic. I wanted to like spread that. I wanted to do arts and crafts all the time. I loved anything creative. Basically I was a nerd in school. I was studious. Um, I was a pretty good student. I was never, I never was suspended. I never had detention. I was a dork, like absolutely. <laughs> um, and I think I was, and I still am a little bit of an introvert. That was little Abby. Yes. I could relate by the way to that introvert side. It's so funny because people tend to think when you're out there, right. That you're, of course you're an extrovert, but a lot of creators on social media, on Instagram, on the internet are actually real introverts. I've been finding that as well. Um, I find I do love people. I love being social. It just happens to be, it is tiring. So once I come home, I just need to like go in my room and like decompress a little. And then I'm like ready again. I just have to recharge. Right. <laughs> uh, totally. Could, I could relate to that a hundred percent. So, okay. You mentioned how you were very artistic and into art and fashion is that, can you talk a little bit about your journey to becoming a fashion blogger? And, and But you know what? I want to just add a little bit to that. Besides for the fashion blogger to be almost like a positivity influencer, because you have this vibe about you, this energy that's like sunshine and everyone knows that and they follow you and they Thank love it. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay. So back to like back in the day. So I've always 
experiment. I love fashion. Um, I went to fashion school. I did more the business side of fashion school after I learned that I'm terrible at sewing. I it's just not my skill set at all. So, um, but I love the industry and um, the creativity, silhouettes, everything about it. So, um, and then I've always like back in the day when like there were like real blogs before anything happened I guess I might have been just ahead of my time I had a, the cringiest name it's so good um praise yourself um it was called fierce and from probably because Christian Siriano from like um Project Runway was like that's so fierce it was around that same time love Project Runway loved it all and so I had a blog and there was even like I think we could have been looking up like good luck and is it still there I think it still exists. (laughs) Um, It'll be so dated, but it had, it had also links and everything. And then I think just motherhood happened. And um, I always had a what if, and I'm always like, should I get on Instagram? Because I entered Instagram as I guess a consumer. So that's sort of how I ended up almost going to that positive way because I saw what everyone else was doing. And I really felt um, just in the Orthodox Jewish community that there wasn't someone in their thirties, my height, my body type. And it's, I guess when they say like, if there's a problem or like create sort of the solution. So I basically created the content that I wish to see. So that's kind of how my page happened. Got it. Okay. Okay. So one thing I'm so curious about as a follower, and I'm sure other people are also, are you actually always that positive and full of sunshine? Or is this something that you have to work on? Like, tell me about that. So it's so funny because like, I joke with you. I'm like, I hate people. Like, I hate them. Um, like, why? Why do we people? Um, the people are people-y. Um, I think in general, I am a pretty positive um, person. Um, but in regards to positivity in general, um, I do believe that it is like this muscle that I exercise. And I don't know if it's because I have now like this Instagram brain. So I'm always naturally looking for the positive. So um, for an example, um, I have a friend and unfortunately just the way, like we could have the same exact life, but I'll come out, you know, more like positive on the end where it's, she's more like, I have laundry and my kids are doing this and we have homework and I have to cook dinner. I have all those things too, but I'm not, I'm not choosing that lane of thinking. I'm thinking, Oh, um, you know, in a couple of weeks, I'm going away and pretty flowers on the table. Like not that I'm doll like fluff and whatever, but I try to like really not focus on that, even though I have the same exact things going on. And there are, trust me, like there's a lot going on in my life that would be extremely stressful, but I try not to make that like to consume my thoughts. I try and veer my thoughts more towards happier and more uplifting things. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. It's all in the mind. That's what you're saying pretty much. For me, it's a total mindset. Like it just, um, I mean, we could be focusing on like, Oh, what's that over there? And I don't like the way I look and this, or be like, Oh, cute dress. Or even like, yeah, you have to do that. But I don't know, like in my head, I was like, is that something I wish to share? Is that really that interesting to share? Um, And that's also, again, like to tie it back to my Instagram is at the end of the day, I want people feeling uplifted. What if I come on Instagram all the time and rant and be like, oh my God, my coffee wasn't like this. And so, and so like, that's not like a, 
I, I don't think that's interesting personally when other people do it. And then again, I was like, what's the purpose of it? Like, that's not positive. It's like, it just doesn't really fill my time. Um, I want to like live my life more on the positive way of things. Yeah. So do you have any tips for, for helping people, you know, see the positive? So I do believe you do need those, those like two friends that you can rant to, because trust me, you need them um, because you can't just be all positive all the time. Yes. You don't have to like be some like soapbox to everyone and be like announcing everything, every little thing in like that doesn't go your way. Um, You do need your close friends to be able to like, you know, have an outlet. Um, And then I think also maybe even like practice gratitude. I know it sounds so like, ooh, like crunchy granola, but, <laughs> and, but I really think that, um, and it could be even the same things every day. It could be something, but just like really take a moment and try and be like, I have a roof over my head. I had a good breakfast today. Um, my hair looks great today. It could be the simple things, or it could be like, you know, I have a good friendship with this person. I'm super grateful for that. Just really try. And like, again, if you can't think of anything that day, like I remember we were away in the summer and I think every day it was like, I'm so grateful that I'm here. And it was, and just, or like just noticing like, Oh, the weather's great today. I'm grateful for that. Um, some people have pouring rain right now. Like it could be so minute, but I think in that way is just really trying to focus on the good. And it's not like when you focus on the good, the good gets better, but like that sort of thing. Yes. That we say where our focus goes, our energy follows. Exactly. So that's that's sort of mindset. Yeah. And also I love that you said about friendships because our friends have a huge influence on the way that we think and the way that we feel, you know, obviously we want to work on our, our own mindset and be, have that inner strength to, you know, move past things or, or, or deal with, with things that hit us from, from the outside. But at the same time, it's important to have friends who, who uplift us and who contribute positivity to our lives. So, and I know that, that you are, you know, definitely a great role model for that. So can we talk about, about friendships and making friends, especially as an adult, because I know that you're just great at that. So take the floor. Um, no, it comes up a lot. I remember like even watch looking at those like the knot or like you see these bridesmaid pictures and they these girls had like bridesmaids or like I remember at some point Taylor Swift her like friend squad was huge and I'm like I don't have that many friends <laughs> and that I was like oh my goodness so obviously yes there is um quality over quantity but at the same time some people really do struggle with making friends um and I made it like, it was like my homework. I'm like, I want friends. I want to go out at night. I don't just want to be home scrolling on my phone. I need a friend group. Like, how do I make this happen? And so I reached out to people and it's like, I think at the end of the day, and I think maybe this is where some people would struggle in it is, is you can't be so passive when you're older, where we all have really busy lives, check in with people text people um I have like crazy friendships that have happened because of Instagram and just really I know like there's just there are many different ways to meet people um like there are groups there I was like 
book clubs, like exercise classes, like, but really shoot your shot. Like, just try it, try and talk to someone. I find compliments are such a great way to like break the ice. Like I, like I saw this girl, I'm like, your dress is great. And I knew like right away, I'm like, we're going to be best friends. Um, I no problem walk up to people, tell them that their nail, like be obviously sincere. Like you have to like it, but tell them like their nail polish color is great. Like just break the ice. I think a compliment usually works and go from there. Like just see how you feel each other out. Um, sometimes friends of friends are good. Like, also like, I don't know, don't keep your friends close to your heart. Like open up the friend group, just like, come on. Um, and I always just think I was like, I want to treat people the way I want to be treated. So, and I keep that mindset as well. Yeah. I love it. And also a very important point, um, is that you're an introvert, right? And we're talking about making friends as an introvert and, so whoever's listening to this, if you, cause that's something that comes up a lot. I hear, right. How do I make friends? I'm an introvert. I'm an adult. I don't go to school, whatever. So these are great ideas, you know, going to like workout classes and just doing things, participating in, in, um, events or not even like, I'm not talking like major events, like parties, talking about things that you want to go to anyway, and just being friendly and open to other people, you know? So I love that. That's, that's fantastic. What you're saying. Yeah, just be open to experiences. I know it's scary, but like say yes to things. And then even with friends that you even kind of lost touch with, send them a text, hey, thinking of you. Um, I do that every so often when I haven't like spoken to someone. I'll be, I'll just send them a quick text and, you know, just maybe you could schedule it in even if you like, but just something to maintain these friendships because I think they're important and we're really busy all the time. So to just, really make the effort. I would say at the end of the day, like, yes, if you're the one always texting, it is like, you know, obviously assess your friendship. But I do think that like, as adults, we need to like also be really proactive in the friendship. You can't be like a passive friend. Right, right, for sure. Could you share some of your own experiences as like making a friend as an adult, like talk about, and, and, and also I would love to hear, um, if you have any examples of, of friendships that didn't necessarily like work out, you know what I mean? Um, cause I think it's important that like, not everything is rosy. Sometimes, sometimes we, you know, you try, it's not always reciprocated sometimes, you know, very often it is, which is really nice, but it's just, it's just nice to hear that. So people could think, could understand that they're normal, you know? Oh, for sure. Um, okay. So one that worked out really like pretty well, um, um, someone reached out to me saying like, hi, I want to do, um, this women's networking event and in Toronto, we're all kind of girl bosses who knows, maybe we'll meet each other. Maybe. So you have a room now, or like it was a table at a restaurant <laughs> and there was about like 25 of us and we all went around and we all sort of like, obviously you're not going to hit it off with everyone in the room but you know there are a couple people and it's just it like again as an introvert and you're like what am I going to talk about it's scary I went into the situation not really knowing anyone and I'm like "Ah!" but I knew it was something I really wanted I knew I really really wanted to make friends um and so I really you talk about your work everyone says some information I'm sure there's some part of it 
anyone's life or when you go around and say something that you could ask questions about, ask questions about their life, even ask them like, what part of the city do you live in? Like that's such an easy like way to start talking to someone. And um, and then going from there and like an event like that now, um, yes, I'm not obviously best friends with like all 25 of them but you could keep in touch with some how about even after that event um say um to the person organizing it send them a text say hey thanks so much i had a great time or that was so fun um you know um i would love to do that again and then even in a month or two when you don't hear from them say that was great um do you have any plans to do another one or you know let's meet up for coffee such a simple easy way to follow up and I think like that's a great way. I'm trying to think of like a friendship though that didn't work out. I think just at the end of the day, um, it's just when personalities like right. don't quite align. But even then I think like, and I know um, I always say this with one of my friends, they don't discuss this in high school, but like, it's okay if not everyone likes you. And I feel like no one tells you that as a teenager, like not everyone's going to like you. We don't like everyone. Right. We're not everyone's cup of tea. So like, I'm not for everyone. And I think in those cases, I think it just sort of fizzles out because like we are living our own chaotic lives. Um, I have someone, unfortunately, I guess like she would reach out to me and I find like the conversations not the most like we I feel like different vibes we've never and I guess when it's not reciprocated it is unfortunate but to try and be as like gentle and patient as possible with that person and I mean I was like ghosting it's not good so I'm a big believer in like you have to reply to someone like as yeah. much as you don't want to reply just and be as honest as possible right Right. How do you feel about, you know, let's say someone is, is trying to be friends with you, right? And you're not interested for whatever reason, besides for ghosting. And, you know, how how would you deal with it? Like, do you, do you just like give them hints or do you, um, you know, and I'm asking this obviously not as a professional, I'm asking this as just a cool person who has friends and who, you know, who's great at this. Um, what's your opinion? Like, do you, do you think you should say something like, you know, just kind of like in dating, right? When we say it was so nice meeting you, right. I just don't really see this go moving like forward. Like, like what's your opinion? I'm, I'm curious to hear. <laughs> I'd like to think that I am that emotionally mature. I'm probably not. I'm probably non-committal, which is not great. Like, you know, um, where they're like, let's meet up. I'll be like, oh yeah, we should meet up. And then it never happens. But I really, I'd like to think that like, I'll try to an extent, like, I think they'll realize most people, I think at the end of the day, if your relationship stays very surface and you're not sharing like deeper things about yourself, I don't think the relationship moves forward. It's right. only once like, let's bring out the traumas now. And then we bond. But I was like, but something in that sense of like, if you're just talking about like, how's work? That's nice. Like, oh, like travel plans. Okay. But it's only when you start like really sharing, that's when you hit it off. So I think at a certain point, you almost do cover all the conversations and it kind of fizzles for both of you. I don't think I've ever had anyone like not get the hint. I think for right, both so of us, where you're saying like, like the hint. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, not getting the hint exactly. Um, thankfully, I don't think I've been in that position. But um, I think at the end of the day, we both sort of like we get it. We're like, okay, we're not meant for each other. <laughs> it's all funny because friendship, friendships are like, um, it's like dating. 
kind of thing. You know what I mean? It really is. Oh, it is. You're, you're feeling each other out at the beginning. It really is. You're like, um, I don't want to show all my crazy right away. Like let's ease into this. <laughs> or you do show your crazy and people like they'll love you for that. You know what I mean? It's true. Um, oh my gosh. I love my crazy friends. Love it. Right. Of course. Who doesn't? There's something about, you know what it is? I think, I think it's like that confidence that when you're able to be yourself, it's, it's, it's attractive. It is. Um, I find in general also, I guess I like to hang out with people that are more likewise like me. Like I don't like speaking negatively about people. I think that's just like, so not a cool thing to do. So um, I don't hang out with people like that. Like, I, I don't care about people's lives all that much. Like, let's, let's move on. Let's, you know, we'll vent, love a good vent sesh with like with the girls. That's always fun. But when we start talking about like, oh did you see where so-and-so much you are we're not like that's not so I feel like and those people that do do that kind of want those people that feed into it whereas like if you're around me I'll shut that down yeah same by the way same yeah Yeah, it's the worst it's it's toxic it's just yeah speaking of confidence how have you become the confident person that you are today most people you know we we've we evolve it's a journey so can we talk about that for a minute Yeah, it's funny. I never really considered myself such a confident person until someone did reach out to me and be like, how did you get so confident? Um, I think turning 30, um, I'm not 30, I'm older than 30 now. I was like, (laughs) anyone watching? Um, (laughs) But I think something, suddenly I turned 30 and I was like, this is the way I am. And I'm just not apologizing for it. It's how I dress. It's how I think. It's how I look. Like, this is the life I want. And like, if you have an issue with it, that's your issue. Like, I think that's really where I went with that. Where I'm like, so, you know, I'm wearing a certain thing. Okay. Like, if that bothers you, that bothers you. But for me, I'm totally fine with that. Um, I think there is, I guess, I know people say like self-love, but I think there is a, like, it's something, I think it's an ongoing journey, especially as a female, our bodies change all the time um you know childbirth hormones who knows what like your body does wacky things and I think um it's a constant journey but to just really try and I guess this goes back to finding the positive like find parts of yourself that you do truly think are special and it could be as like I know when someone's like this five things about you I go my eyelashes (laughs) but like (laughs) like you know um pick something pick something simple like go for it lean into that yeah, I love that. Did you consciously try to work on your confidence throughout the years, or do you think it just like happens and then we turn 30? Which I don't know what it is. I mean, sometimes it's a little unhinged, or I think I could like confidently go out in like a sweatshirt with like a hood on, and I'm like, no, normal people don't do that. Like, don't you can't go to the supermarket in your slippers. Like, I'm not there yet, <laughs> but I don't know. There's something about it where suddenly, um, I think it's just caring less what people think about you. I think when you let that go, um, you shine. You really do. Yes, I agree. I agree. I, it's funny because I think when you realize that no one's thinking about you as much as you're concerned that they are, like, and even if they are, it's usually for like literally two seconds. Oh, interesting. Oh, that's cool. Which is wearing. Usually it's positive, by the way. You know, and if it's not, then those people should not. You should not even care about them because if they're thinking right. negative thought, like no they're not worth your while I still remember I mean they always say that about like the gym and they say like if you're not a certain body type but it's true like I don't I just I'm so focused on just like getting it done and leaving like I don't 
care about your leggings or your shoes or how in shape. I'm not even noticing that. I'm just like literally focusing on myself and surviving my own workout to really think about other people around. Um, but again, yeah, like if anyone else is really thinking that, and I think I think that does affect people's confidences. They're always worried what other people are thinking about you. Just really um, like own your own truth and just be true to yourself and try to like know that like all your decisions, everything like that's your life. And this is we're living our lives. It's not up to someone else. Exactly. So funny. My mom's friend always says, it's not my business what you think of me. I like that. It's yeah. so true. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, same. And I, I always think of it like whenever I, I, I'm worried about what someone's thinking in a, in a certain situation or whatever it is, um, then I, I think about that and I'm like, oh yeah, she's right. It's like, it doesn't matter, you know? Um, but okay. Let's talk about the, the topic of, of balance because you are so great at that. And I'm sure a lot of people could learn from you. Uh, thank you. <laughs> um, so I think in regards to balance, I think it's just from coming from so much imbalance in my life. Um, and I think that's human nature anyways, where you just like, we're such all or nothing sort of people. So if it's not like, you know, everyone like you're going to wait for new years to start your resolution or my diet will start on Monday. But if I mess up on Tuesday or Wednesday, I'll start next Monday. But like, why can't you do it the next day? Or you work out for, you know, a week straight and then you don't work out for two days, three days, four days. You're like, I don't work out anymore. Uh, why are we like that? Like, why are we right. going so hard on ourselves? So I think like in regards of like, just like health and everything I've done so many, I used to do like Weight Watchers. I've done like so many random things. And I think like, I've been so hardcore where I'm just like, relax, like moderation, balance, like don't restrict yourself. I think after many years of doing that whole like you know back and forth or you know um just learning that like really the key to almost everything in life is truly balanced like nothing extreme like we're not cutting out fruits we're not like I still remember when someone was like oh my god you eat grapes there's so much sugar in them I'm like you're worried about me eating grapes like <laughs> this is the least of your worries here if I'm eating grapes but really um I think it's important. So I, we could also go back to this friendship. I think as working as a mom or anything, I need to go out at night. I need to be an adult. I need to be like myself again. I can't, I feel bogged down when I'm at home all day. I just need some social interactions. So also scheduling that, like, you know, round the troops, go call people and be like, I need to get out tonight. Um, or even, well, that's too last minute. We have to schedule it like in a week, like, when are you available within the next two weeks? We'll do that. Right. Um, so doing something like that, I really think is important. Um, I also think, um, yeah, there's balance with work. Also like setting boundaries. I used to be terrible at it. I would do answer work things at 1130 at night and then people get used to it. Then they expect they're like, wow, she's so responsive. And you're almost getting like rewarded, like, like, wow, she gets back to me right away. But like, no, you shouldn't be working at 1130 at night. Like, you really have to like set those boundaries, have your time, like really make yourself a priority. Like you're important. You can't get yeah. burnt out. And I think like, that's really like where it all comes from. And I know someone once was like, isn't that so indulgent of you? But like, it's not indulgent to take care of yourself. Like you really have to listen to yourself and like, check your cues, check in with yourself. 
that's the key, by the way, what you said, be, make yourself a priority because that's where the balance comes in, you know, and for every, it's different for everyone. And exactly. And as a mom, like you're a mom, you're a wife and you work. So I love that you're, you were saying that you have to be yourself and that could be difficult, especially when you're, you have such good excuses, you know, you're exhausted, you're taking care of the kids and work and you, but when you like look inside, I just, I, I was just having another conversation with different guests actually today about, um, about being like, figuring out who you truly are. Okay. And feeding that. And that's what you reminded me of I, when you're saying this, because it's like, you are, and that's part of, I think the, the allure of your Instagram is people are looking at you, like not Abby, the influencer, but just Abby, you know what I mean? Like that's like your shine, your, your personality, like your actual uh, persona, I guess you would say, cause I was, I was gonna say image, but it's not image. It's, it's who you really are inside. You know what I mean? Because who you are is not, is not your career. It's not, you know, that you're a mom, that you're a wife. It's, it's who you are internally. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. No, I always joke <laughs> about it that um, there's this like childlike wonder, I think that just never left me. So I'm still like, and that like hint of nostalgia at the same time. So I'm still like, absolutely enamored by like Lisa Frank or like retro things from the 90s. And then um, I just think about what fires you up, what makes you happy and yeah. do it. So like to me, even coffee, drink your coffee, enjoy that moment, like really take it all in, like whatever do fuzzy socks get you excited, go for it, put them on, <laughs> like just all these teeny little things, lighting a candle, um, going for a walk, just figuring out what like really check in with yourself after an activity like yeah laundry yuck but like <laughs> so like try and like figure out like figure out maybe that's nice and relaxing for people folding but I don't know but really um figure out what you love in life and just pursue it like go for it yes love it you it's so funny because I'm thinking um you know this is what what like coaches and therapists will tell you They'll say, so this is free. This is free coaching advice. From there you Lally. go. Pretty much. I'll be your therapist. Buy it in every color. Don't listen to me. I'll enable. <laughs> no, it's the small things in life. You're totally right. Like allow yourself. And we also have so much trouble with giving ourselves little, little gifts, little prizes. You know, we give kids little gold stars. Why can't you give yourself that coffee, that ice cream and sit there and, and indulge in it and appreciate it, you know? Right. No. And I know we live in this like inflation, this crazy expensive world, like self-care also doesn't have to be like, you don't have to be buying yourself things. You don't have to be doing professional massages. That's why I like to say like, put on a podcast, by the way, one of my biggest self-cares. And when I drive, I download already podcasts. And when I'm driving, that's what I listen to. It's also like relaxing in the car, go for a walk. I'm like, have a really hot shower. Like it could be really anything. Um, self-care is free. Meditate for five minutes. Just really figure out what lights you up inside or what makes you feel like at peace and do it. Yeah, totally. I agree. I love that. Okay. I mean, it's interesting. Um, I never, I never really fully like cover the fact that, um, and I think this could also be in regards to like friendship, but, um, 
I did not have the greatest time in elementary school. There were some like mean kids. I got in that as well. And I think at the end of the day, um, to really approach people with like sympathy, that's what I would say. Like there was this one girl, she would take my lunch every day. That's horrible. I found it horrible, but I found out later in life, it was because her mother wasn't feeding her. Her mother wanted her to look a certain way. And this poor kid was starving. Now, obviously, yes, as a kid, that's terrible. And now only as an adult. And, but this was a kid that was not nice to me. And to just really like, look back, I think like, really, I try to be as compassionate and as thoughtful. And I think maybe that is the way I am also in regards to like friendship and being kind is because I did receive the other end of it, of like that mean girl situation. And so that's how I approach now my relationships in just such a softer, gentler, thoughtful sort of way. So again, also just like when you're meeting people, you never know like what their background is, what's going on in their lives to just also like, have compassion and to like, just you learn things. Totally. That's a really great point. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You went through that as a kid. That's no, it's so, I, I really think like, obviously I'm not going to thank these people that were terrible to me and they all follow me on Instagram also. Oh. Um, but, um, but really at the end of the day, I really think that it shapes me as a person. And, um, I, I mean, I'm never going to thank them because that was not fun to go through, but I think as an adult now with my relationships, I'm really able to come into it in such a nicer, well-formed way and to be able to be a better friend to people. And I think just my communicating skills and everything because of that situation makes now my adulthood better. For sure. For sure. I mean, we definitely, hopefully we learn from our experiences and we, we shift and evolve through them as well. So that's great. Right. So in my head, I guess that could also be a positive thing. Like instead of me being like, I was bullied and whatever, like just being like, no, thank you. I'm now a better person because of that situation. It's all about mindset, I think. So I think I really, really opt to always go like in that way instead of to the negative. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't, I love that about you. That's so, that's amazing. By the way, do these girls or women now, do they ever comment and message you? Um, one does. Um, another one did apologize to me in high school. So I'm like, okay, if we've made our peace. I mean, I'm never <laughs> going to forget. But um, but one, you know, follows me all the time. I wasn't invited to her birthday party when like the rest of the class was. And obviously, yeah, it hurt back then. And like, I think about, about that. But I, again, I try to approach it in some sort of like a more compassionate way and just as a learning experience and also just knowledge that I could always, you know, pass on to other people as well. For sure. For sure. Well, that must be interesting. Like having, you know, cause now you're more like a public persona and these people probably wish like, <laughs> I don't know what they're thinking when they see you as, you know, following you and they were, they bullied you in, in school. It just, it's interesting. No, it's very interesting. I guess I sort of block it out, but um, I was like, whatever, like they could look, like they know what they did. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. If you had one message to give over to the next generation of women, what would that message be? Oh, I love that question. Um, I think I really want people to accept themselves and love themselves. I keep seeing um, on Instagram, like even beauty trends change, the way we all perceive our bodies, like people want to look certain ways. 
I really, I really want people to love themselves, like not look like really embrace your individuality um, and revel in it. Like, I don't understand why we all want to look the same way, why we all put the same filter on our face and to look the same cat eye snatch. I love that we're different. And I think it's terrifying if we all look the same. I think it's, can you imagine? Yeah. Like, um, I love getting off this app, going out in the world and seeing diverse human beings. I think we should celebrate our, our diversity instead of just conforming into like one certain ideal look. Yes, 100%. Totally with you. Okay, where can people find you if they want to follow along your journey and stay up to date with what you're doing? Everything's on Instagram. It's at Abby Radcliffe underscore. And um, that's where you find me and all of my shenanigans daily. <laughs> yes, and I highly <laughs> encourage you to follow Abby. Thank you so much for joining me today. This was wonderful having you. Thanks for having me. That's all for tonight. Thanks so much for listening. Connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Carmela Cosmetics. That's Carmela with a K. And on our website, CarmelaCosmetics.com. If there's a woman in your life whose story needs to be heard, send me a message to let me know who she is and why she means so much to you. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to know your thoughts. We want you to feel heard. 